Blog Talk Radio. Women have the power to transform this world. We can end crime and violence if we all agree to do one thing. Share. Let's share our wisdom, share our time, share our talents, share our finances, but most of all, let's share our love. This is The Female Solution. Join me, Naima Latif, every morning, 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. Central Standard Time, as we bring you stimulating discussions about the issues affecting our lives. If you're listening online at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash the-female-solution, press the blue button that says follow and get our daily topics every morning directly to your email and your smartphone. Hi, I'm Naima Latif. Executive Producer of the Female Solution Radio Show. We invite you to call in 515-605-9325 and participate in this daily think tank as we examine the challenges we face and develop solutions that restore peace and harmony. We are global transformers, changing the world from the way it is to the way it should be. We are one. Wherever we live on this earth, we are one human family. On behalf of our team of radio hosts, I'd like to extend a greeting to all the members of our family, whenever and wherever you may be listening around the world. To our family in China, Ni Hao. In India, Namaste. In Japan, Konnichiwa. In Korea, Annyeonghaseyo. In Russia, Zdrastutsye. In Germany, Guten Tag. In Poland, Dzień Dobry. In France, bonjour. In Spain, hola. In Italy, ciao. In Egypt, athen wasalan. In Ghana, akwaba. In Nigeria, peleo. In South Africa, saobona. In Senegal, nangadef. In Kenya, jambo. In Israel, shalom. In Pakistan, Afghanistan, and Saudi Arabia, assalamu alaikum. Greetings. And may peace be upon you all. All right, you guys. It's Asada. What's up? Anyway, we're here. We're gathering at the Griots. This show, I'm just loving. It's a part of my life, my new life of giving, breathing life into authors, primarily here in Chicago, but from around the world. It's really about who's connected to the Soulful Chicago Book Fair movement, all right? Well, today we are keeping it crypto, baby. Keeping it crept out. Why? Because I wrote a book called Bitcoin for Black People, and um, y'all know how I do. It's going to be for black people. Everybody could read it, but I got to do things to uplift our people big time. And when it comes to finance, you're just dealing with a very murky water, right, when it comes to how we thrive as black people because our history in this world, um, at a certain point, just other messages started to come and confuse us. But we don't need to be fooled by that, okay? Um, My book, Bitcoin for Black People, and I'm going to show it to you, a little something, something, because um, I wrote this, one, to give information, 
right, about what Bitcoin is. And I'm going to define those words shortly, um, Bitcoin and some other things, because people be like, what is Bitcoin? Like, they don't really understand what it is, but it will save your life. It saved my life. I'm going to tell you right now, during the pandemic, if it was not for Bitcoin, I would have been, I don't know, I don't know what to describe the hardship I would have faced because I could not go and do the book fair outside. We were on lockdown, right? Um, going to schools and speaking, schools were closed. So wasn't doing that. And so any way that I really had um, income, it wasn't a doable thing. But because I was so, so I was, I was involved in Bitcoin with fervor, <laughs> it was great. And so I decided to write a book so that people can learn about it. And today you're actually going to speak to people who have normalized cryptocurrency in their life. So I'm going to help. We're going to define some things first. Let me let me see about defining some things, okay, before we get started. Because when we keep talking about Bitcoin, you know, we want to know what it is. So what is Bitcoin? Bitcoin is a type of digital currency that uses state-of-the-art cryptography and can be issued in any fractional denomination. So somebody the other day was like, man, I wish I would have got Bitcoin when it was that. I said, boy, you could still do it. Like you you could take $10 and get some Bitcoin, right? You just want to get it in your life because it grows, right? Your money in the bank, yo, it might be. They talk about, oh, yeah, put a savings account. You get 0.04% on your money. Shh, shh, don't. Don't listen to them. Sometimes we've experienced Bitcoin growing uh, 300% and more. And here's the thing. People say, well, Bitcoin crashed. When I hear that, I know they don't clearly understand, and they may or may not talk like that. That's my interpretation. Well, Bitcoin crashed. Anyway, Bitcoin crashing would mean that it went back down to a penny because that's what it used to be, a penny, a coin, right? But I've seen Bitcoin go up to $69,000 a coin, okay? So even if it goes down to 20000 from that, that's not crashing. That's how it moves. You don't sell it. Some people sold the Bitcoin because they thought it was crashing. But you never want to do that. You want that money to sit there and grow and fluctuate. And there are other ways to secure it, but that's another presentation. So Bitcoin, that's the first thing I want you to understand. It's just a digital currency. You guys understand yen and peso, and those are different currencies for different countries, but Bitcoin is for the world, okay? So you could go to a Bitcoin calculator and just type in India, rupee, or um, Naira for Nigeria, and it will give you the Bitcoin equivalent for that amount, Okay. Next, let's look at cryptography because I said that. Cryptography is the science or study of the techniques of secret writing, especially code or cipher systems, methods, and the like. So we're talking about the science behind Bitcoin and how it works, okay? It is the secret code. When you download a wallet to get cryptocurrency, you know, they don't take your name and your social. It is a big code. 
that represents you, okay? Decentralize. I want to talk about that a little bit. It might come up. Because there's a lot of different coins out there, guys, and all of this is in the glossary in my book. But decentralized means that there's no central organization that owns the money, like the Federal Reserve or the government. If it's a decentralized currency, that means that it belongs to everybody. Everybody. It's not centralized, right? So it's a it's a money that whoever got it, gonna grow it. Okay? Nobody controls it. All right, and blockchain, this is important because blockchain is the big popper that makes it all work, right? So it's a type of decentralized database system based on linking together previous records in, a, in secure blocks of information. So blockchain makes it so that if I send you money, that's just between me and you, peer-to-peer. We don't have to worry about a middleman. I'm going to send it through Western Union. I'm going to send it through whatever it is. It's just going to go from me to you, okay? And that's what blockchain does, right? And it's decentralized. All right. So a digital wallet, just to give you some clarity on this. So you have a wallet, your mama your grandmama gave you something that's passed down, you put your dollars in there. No, no, no. No more. No more. They stopped producing paper money last April, so that's another topic. But a digital wallet is an electronic device, website, software system, or database that facilitates commercial transactions by storing a consumer's credit card, shipping address, and other payment data. So depending on the wallet you have, Some wallets, like what you may find in Cash App or some of these other programs, mm, 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 don't keep your money in that wallet because those are connected to other entities. But I can show you, and I have shown so many people, um, how you get a secure wallet. They have a lot of them. There's Trust Wallet on your phone that you could download. There's BitPay Wallet. There's MetaMask, which I love MetaMask. I love MetaMask Wallet. But those wallets exist. On your phone, they don't have your name connected, your address, or anything like that, but it is where you store your cryptocurrency, okay? So you need a digital wallet. After this show, if you don't have a digital wallet, you need to be getting to me now in Facebook or something. Asada, help me do my digital wallet. So you need a digital wallet because you're going to want crypto. It's a lot of people say a lot of things about it, but you know who's not saying nothing bad about it? Rich people. They got a lot of it. They got a lot of crypto, and they got wallets to put it in. So basically, yeah, you got to have a digital wallet to hold all of this lovely stuff. So, you know, this show is really about what people, what can you do with crypto? Like they think it's, I don't know, maybe think it's a toy or game, but it's not. It's actual money that you control. This is some of what it can do for our people. And poverty, yeah, fun community programs. Writing grants and all that is cool, but what if you have your own money, all right? We could create college funds with that, um, pay livable salaries to our own skilled workers if we just did crypto, right? We can improve the quality of our schools. We can pay for our own health care. We can buy property in our own neighborhoods. Yeah, gentrify your own neighborhood. Gentrify ain't nothing but you understanding that you come back and make it big, right? So basically, you know, when you're talking about crypto, yeah, a lot of us prayed for this day. 
that something would come that would help us financially. And I am so happy that I I opened my own eyes up because I'm going to tell you, when it was first brought to me, I remember this brother bringing it to me maybe in like 2012. That's before I came to Chicago in 2014. And um, he didn't really explain it to me. He just was talking about this coin, this you know, and I was like, boy, what? I thought he was talking about, like, Buffalo Soldier coins, like nickels or something. I don't want that now, not doing that. But if he would have explained it, at that point, Bitcoin was like $10 a coin. What? $10? So I could have bought 10 of them. And then when it went up to 69000 it would have been 69000 times 10. But it's okay. I still came in. I came in. Bitcoin was, like, in a thousand, like a 1000 or two. And I've watched it go to 10000 watched it go to 20000 watched it just rise. But I'm happy I'm in it because, like I said, it really saved me. Uh, that's how I paid my rent. That's how I did uh, a ton of things at that time, buying groceries, everything. People are like, you can buy groceries with crypto? Yep. All you got to do is have the wallet that connects to a, a debit card that that transfers that money into actual Fiat money, fiat money means just your government money. But we're not going to go deep with that. You just got to know that we can do things with crypto big time, okay? And today we're going to have lovely guests, lovely, with various backgrounds that just help you understand what they, how they see crypto, how they've used crypto. Um, Are they going to get rid of it? Are they never going to do it again? These are some of the questions we're going to find out today because mm, 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 crypto rocks. So I want to bring on one of my this is one of my buddies. This, this is one of my running buddies in crypto. This she run with me now. Every time I turn around, that's who I call first when it's time to do crypto. And I'm gonna bring her on the stage. Her name. Let me see. Let me see my baby. Hey, Janet. Hey, girl. Good morning. <laughs> she is an artist. Good morning, my darling. And how are you? I'm doing very well, thank you. I'm loving life. Loving life like you. Boop, boop, boop. There we go. So uh, I'm bringing Janice on, guys. She is an artist. Janice, um, you see, I see crypto enthusiasts. <laughs> Absolutely. That's right, but. Janice rolls with me in so many circles. Um, I love her because she's an artist. I love her because she rocks Scientology with me. But I love her as a person who rolls with me in crypto because, you know, when you roll in crypto, there's a certain knowingness you have to have about yourself in the future. You cannot come up in here scared. This is not the scary, berry world. You Right. You want crypto to... Um, you have your own idea about how it can help you prosper. So, Janice, first, tell them a little bit about yourself and then go into, you know, why did you even join the crypto movement? Okay. Good morning, everyone. My name is Janice King, and I am a visual artist. Janice King Art, you can follow me on social media, Facebook, Instagram, at Janice King Art. And what I do is I create paintings particularly of black women, which I am a woman, and uh, black women particularly, because we're beautiful, we're strong, we're courageous, and we're, we're here, we were here 
from the very beginning, and we're still here. So I also create those paintings into wearable art clothing. Some of the pictures of the clothing you'll see there, and I'm wearing one now. The one I'm wearing now is called Tribal. Okay, the first one, the yellow and orange, is called Destination. The pink one in the middle is called Spread the Love. And the one on the end there is called Magical. So that's some of what I do. And I can tell you that I create these clothing for black women because black women need the elegance the comfort, and the beauty of these clothes. Okay? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <laughs> oh, I love it. So tell us a little bit, why in the world did you join the crypto movement? What's, what's that about? Okay, I joined the crypto movement, and I believe it was late 2018. I had seen some posts that my girl Asana was putting up, and I kept saying these posts, Bitcoin, Bitcoin, Bitcoin. And I had heard of Bitcoin years ago, but was not too familiar with it. No one really explained it to me. So I contacted Asada, and voila, there you go. So uh, what I did was uh, bought some crypto, some Bitcoin at that time. And I can tell you that Bitcoin has a sort of saving grace in my life, particularly during 2020 when a lot of things were shut down, uh, it was hard. It was really difficult to get out there and uh, do your thing. You know, a lot of businesses were closed and people didn't have access to money. So it helped me a great deal. I had acquired it. I watched it grow. And it has helped me to improve some of my lifestyle. It helped me to gain spiritual enhancement. I'm a sister of Scientology. Mm. It helped me to do that. It helped me to make some capital improvements in my home. Mm -hmm. I went grocery shopping with it in addition to that. And I watched it grow to $69,000, almost $70,000. So, if I were you, I would get some crypto. Right now, there are over probably 10,000 different coins, but Bitcoin is the number one. It's the granddaddy of all coins, mm -hmm. and it leads the way for all the other coins. If it goes up, the other coins go up. If it goes down, the other coins go down. Mm -hmm. And as Asada said, she is the one who has taught me. I learned well, and Excuse me, any information you need regarding crypto, she is the one. She's the crypto queen or the Harriet Tubman of crypto. <laughs> Thank you so much, Janice. So here's the thing. Um, like I said, you need a certain uh, faith that supersedes what the average person is because the, the average person is very fearful of right any of this because only really because they don't know about it. You hear jokes about it and everything, but the joke's on you if you don't have any because this is something that can procure our future. And so 
I think I want to say going forward, because we, we've done Bitcoin, and we're also involved in growing a coin called BNB. That's the letter B, the letter N, the letter B, right? And um, what do you see going forward, Janice, for you in terms of your growth in crypto and your utilization of crypto? Like, will you continue to use it? Is it something that you just throw into the side, like, oh, whatever? No, I will definitely continue to use it because fiat money, of course, is not worth what it was worth years ago. It's not backed by gold anymore and has not been backed by gold since 1970. So, therefore, you know, the economy, so those particular people say is bad, whoever those people are. But when you have crypto, you have gold mine because you can convert that crypto into fiat money if you need to, and spend it. Once you transfer it to a debit card, you can go and spend it like any other money. So it's something to have in your back pocket, something to have in your life. Mm-hmm. Um, so I will continue to have it in my life. Whatever, whichever type it is, whether it's Bitcoin, BNB, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, those are the two right now that I have. Mm-hmm. And um you should have some because mm-hmm. you will need some. Mm-hmm. You know, when they say sometimes uh, you have plan A, <laughs> uh, some people say, I don't have plan B, and it's okay. Mm-hmm. But I can suggest you have plan A and plan B for Bitcoin. <laughs> look, and look, B for Bitcoin, look, the B going to turn A in a minute now yes, because, because the reality, say it again. <clears throat> The digital coin is really taking over slowly, but it is. Governments have their coin. Banks have their coin. Um, the wealthy definitely have their coins. So uh, this is a way for us, when I say us, I mean as a common people, general, to have big one. Big time. Because, and here's what the digital dollar is. I want y'all to... The, the government, whoever you want to talk about, they know that people are not going to be able to tell the difference between what a digital dollar and cryptocurrency, but what you got to know is that the digital dollar is not going to be owned by you. It's going to be owned by an entity. And so what that means, if y'all can go Google this, they froze the accounts of a bunch of truckers in Canada. So they were protesting against something, they shut all that off. They ain't have access to their money. And so in a minute, you want that to be your reality? I personally don't subscribe to that. But when you have your cryptocurrency, you're going to have your money. Nobody can tell if you got $1 or a million. That's all in your wallet. And so you're going to have the power to increase that, but nobody knows but you. And that's very powerful. It's something that, especially if you're an entrepreneur and nobody's paying you every day or whatever they do in jobs. And But I think for me, one of the, the best things is the control that I have over my own 
digital money over my own crypto, right? And I love watching it grow. I remember the day in my wallet, it was like $11 worth of crypto, and I woke up the next morning, it was $300 worth of crypto. So the growth of that, Janice and I, we work with accelerated programs that push that amount up. And so, you know, you want to roll? and you want to learn how to do it, you know, you just contact me, contact Janice, whatever. I'm on Facebook. But this is something that I feel dear to. Like she said, somebody named me the Harriet Tubman of crypto. (laughs) If you don't know who Harriet Tubman is, that's all you. I want you to go look that up too. But, yeah, my thing is to help save my people financially so that we can stop being the pawns of so many other people's games, you know, and really uh, just take control of the, the, the power in the process of how we become affluent. So, Janice, I want to thank you so much, my love, for being on today. You're quite welcome, my dear, and thank you for having me as a guest. That's right. Artists need to know. Y'all need to get rid of the starving artists. Reality. Absolutely. No more stopping art. No more. Get some crypto in your life. Mm-hmm. And, hey, you're good to go. You're good to go. Go ahead, girl. Look. Mm. Mm. JaniceKingArt.com, right? Yes. And uh, also on social media at JaniceKingArt. Here we go. Y'all go get a look, go get you one of them outfits. I got me some of them outfits, baby. I have one all yesterday. Thank you, my love. I'll talk to you soon. Peace. Have a great day. All right, you too. You guys are tuned in to Gathering of the Griots. And the book that I have, as you can see, um, look, 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 look. I wrote Bitcoin for black people because I'm going to do black people. That's just what I do. It's not a big thing. It's not a, you know, other cultures don't have to say it because other cultures just build themselves just normally. It's not even a, a thing. But for us as black people, we've been so brainwashed to hate ourselves. We actually do need something that straps us into to a light way up and um, get to seeing that we are worth a lot. So in a minute, I'm going to bring on somebody that is so fabulous. Oh, God. This is my girl. This is, my, this is another running buddy. When I'm running in crypto, this is who I go to because uh, she she's a good part of my shit in crypto because she takes me global with it. Ah, This girl be hitting it. You hear me? She be hitting it. She is from the U.K. I ain't going to say her name yet because we're going to take a little commercial break shortly. But it's so empowering having her there because not only does she roll in the U.K., yo, she be bringing them brothers and sisters from Africa left and right. Ah, I be like, get it, get it, get it, get it. So this whole movement of creating um, the, the growth in crypto I take it global with this lovely lady. So we're going to come back to her right after the break. But before we go to the break, I do want to just talk a little bit or show you just a little bit about uh, the why that this happens, right, why um, I feel it's important to to do this. So why did I write Bitcoin for Black People, right? 
is really about a mindset. It's not just about the mechanics of the money. It's about a mindset. And so I wrote this book with my girl, Donna Beasley, a fellow Aquarian. She's out of the country right now, but we wrote this book together. She actually came to me and said, you know, you're the crypto queen. Would you write a book with me about uh, cryptocurrency? And so I was like, what? Let's go. Let's do it, right? But one of the main things that we emphasize in the book is that wealth is no stranger to black people. This is like the overarching message I want to get to us because we do a lot of thinking about poverty when it relates to ourselves. Mm-mm. Wealth is no stranger. King Manfamutha was, they said, the richest man in the world, even more than Elon Musk and Job, if you compared the level of wealth, right? This brother, if you don't know him, King Manfamutha, this is an example of us Big time, no stranger to us, wealth equal no. Now, there was a time in Chicago of the brothers called the Policy Kings, right? And policy was very much like the lottery we have today. Actually, the lottery started because policy was so big. And so look at brothers and sisters. During the, look, during the uh, Depression, what? Big time, we were making millions here in Chicago. So wealth is no stranger. Look at Ghana. Look at these brothers, gold all on the ankles everywhere, gold just left and right, right? Black Wall Street also was an environment where wealth was no stranger. We owned our own. And so look at this sister. She said, I'm going to just wear gold everywhere, and I'm going to have some gold dust on my face, so there's that. I don't need no mascara. Give me some gold. That's what I'm going to do, right? And so a bank, our own banks, right? This is like 1941 and the 1940s, right, that you're seeing all of this growth of us as a people. So Byron Allen, somebody I love, he said, black people, we need to stop looking to others to save us and speak for us. You need to save yourself and speak for yourself. And so that's what this is about for me. Also, Wall Street, he's the brother that taught me about crypto. Yes, indeed. He said the reason folks are experiencing scarcity is because they are not open to new ideas. You have to expand your mind to create more. So we're going to take a little break, and when we come back, we're going to see my girl. So hold on, and um, I'm going to say her name when we come back, but stay tuned right after this break. See you in a bit. Hi, I'm Young Crush Love. I'm the 
sister of the late Dr. Francis Crest Williams, author of the ISIS Papers and the Crest Theory on Color Confrontation. We're Chicago natives, and to honor her legacy, I have a book at the Soulful Chicago Book Fair, Saturday, July 16th, 2016. Black Fairy is in the small. Young John Henry, who wants to be with us, and Deadwood Dick was So these are three plays of the book, which have been abused by a lot of groups with the original. about that is there are so there's more belong in that film but we saw Marcellus Burke we saw Eusini Perkins we saw um, Lauren Crest Love <clears throat> Timuel Black uh, Baba Zoe Lorenzo Young these are all literary ancestors so want to say uh, the support you heard that 2016-2019 they've been traveling with us when they were here and they are still traveling with us now, so always like to have that tribute to the ancestors shown. But without further ado, oh, I need to bring on my girl. This sister, that's my, this is a sister from another mister right here, is in the UK, and she is, I love her energy. I trust her tremendously. And she is part of my movement, my crypto movement. I'm bringing her to the stage right now. Hey, Zana, baby. <laughs> Hello. Hey, thank you so much for having me. Oh, please. Girl, just us meeting and the way we roll, I mean, your sensibility about just life and, and it's such a sanity that I enjoy. I like working with sane people. I don't like working with insane people. I would leave them <laughs> over there. Right. So, Zana, talk a little bit about what brought you to this crypto movement? How do we connect? All of that good stuff. Yeah, it's, um, I think, uh, and I'm trying to remember when it all started for me, which I think was probably about six 
still seven years ago, and life was kind of on a turn, and I thought, there must be something else out there. What is it? Where is it? And um, I connected with somebody online who introduced me to an investment opportunity, which was crypto-linked. And at that time, I was working full-time. I didn't know what he was going on about. And I was on the road on another day um, in my car. Um, I'd gone from one business meeting, and I was having a short break, listening to the radio, boring me, listening to Radio 4, yakking on about something called Bitcoin. What are they talking about? Anyway, that sparked my interest big time. And um, I think it was really from there. And then, um, a couple of years later, we kind of, and I, I, I was already involved in something else, uh, which was crypto-related for sure. Um, I had been doing a lot of learning, and then I was introduced to um, a system that was all about Bitcoin, and that was when I met you. <laughs> and uh, that, that was the beginning, really, of, I think, a very exciting journey. Mm. I've just realized I look very gray. It's, look, girl, lighting. Girl, I'll be telling people, it's okay. Sometimes I'll flesh out if it's daylight, whatever. But you're fine. I'm still alive. <laughs> you are wonderful, honey. So um, what would you say, because I mean, I mean, now look, y'all, this is when she was like, ooh, ooh, rocking with us, girl, rocking with us with uh our levels in Bitcoin in this organization. I I was trying to find something that had your vibe with us um, when we were doing, like, growing Bitcoin together. What would you say, um, how has crypto serviced you, and what other types of environments has it opened you up to? So when I started um, this um, opportunity, it did a couple of things. Um, what I realized it did in the beginning uh, was it had already connected me uh, with other communities around the world. So through the internet, it has, um, it has brought our world together. So it almost feels like we're on a journey towards being as one rather than all being separated out, mm-hmm, which mm-hmm. I don't really like myself. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, that was really key for me. And I, I started to um, develop a passion to, because I was helping myself, I thought, well, this is amazing. We can help other people because if they don't know, how can they move forward, right. you know, so it was, a, it was a massive opportunity. I have to say that um, in that COVID lockdown, that very first one that was all shown upon us all, which was bonkers, it caused, it caused, it caused chaos. And in that chaos, I did actually lose my job because mm-hmm. it was a relatively, it was a very new job actually. Mm-hmm. I was still on probation. Mm-hmm. And so I was given a week's notice by 
don't need you anymore. Because <laughs> all, all businesses were having to do this yeah. to buy. Yeah. So I did understand. However, I had a little sneaky beaky up my jumper, didn't I? Mm-hmm. Uh, Namibia, 
uh, Zambia, um, Nigeria, mm-hmm. Ghana, yeah. um, Gambia. Mm-hmm. I love it. <laughs> yeah, and, and there's a various other ones as well. So there are many, many countries mm-hmm. uh, within uh, the continent of Africa. Yes. But what this has done is it has um, raised their expectations, number one. Um, it's, uh, I spoke to some young people and it broke my heart because they would say things to me like, um, I, I'm, I'm just a poor person, that's not my world. And I said, this is all of our world. Mm-hmm. We all deserve what we want to achieve from it. Mm-hmm. Nobody on this planet should be, you know, either uh, we, you're poor and you're middle and you're rich. Absolutely outrageously wrong. So it's given a lot of, particularly young people, a really huge chance to step up the ladder because now they, they for their futures, can generate um, their dreams, make their dreams become reality. So with crypto, um, they can actually make money that makes sense mm-hmm. to them. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Change their whole life. That's right. Yeah. And what I loved about that is, and what I love about it, because I also have people on my crypto team in South Africa, in um, Zambia, um, Tanzania. So th- the thing is, you when you're dealing with these accelerated programs that we do, yo, they're making our level of money. So that is powerful, like something that will yield them money that equates to us. Not that you're, you know, because right now it's like, you know, American dollar, your money, you know, is this, this disparity. But this allows for brothers and sisters on the continent to now make money at a, at a incredible rate, more than they even dreamed. Um, even right now, we're getting ready to rock this Friday. B and B. If a person got eleven dollars, they can roll with us, and that is just a strong thing to me. That you can take that small amount and grow it in the crypto world. See, in the regular world, eleven dollars is going to get you some potato chips. And that's all it's going to do. But when you're dealing with crypto, we can actually help make that grow. Um, my girl, Naima, says here, it's a comment at the bottom, says, great day, beautiful crypto teacher. I checked my Bitcoin account today. It is growing. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't really realize. I had one lady who um, she wasn't, she didn't really understand the crypto, but she did it. And so what she took, what was $200 to her, she went to check, and it ended up being $780 just with doing nothing. And she was like, oh, my God, what is all this money? Yeah, that's crypto. So I love creating that effect with people. But, Zana, I always want to say thank you so much for being here with me today and just showing, like, no, the family is growing. Crypto is real. And there's a reality about it that supersedes just Masada. It's going global. And so you're either going to come aboard the train or you're going to be left. This is, 
that's simple, but you can come aboard the train with some good people. And you want to thank you for being thank here. <laughs> oh, thank you. We're going to do some more, and let's continue to grow. Woo-hoo. Crypto growing. Thank you. All right, y'all. There we have it. Look, I got the people here. I got, look, look, they are here ready to roll and coming aboard today to share who they are, what they do. Um, there's really no boundary, and I think that's what I really love is that there's no boundary to you growing. Um, I had a friend that was on Facebook the other day, and he was just talking about how, you know, he just wants something. Like, what can he do to be more affluent? What can he what, – what is he good at? What should he – should he do commercials on the clothes he wears? He's really fashionable, and he got colognes and all wonderful things. Yo, when a person asks me for financial help, I recommend crypto because I know what it's done for me over time. But, again, if, if you're not open to it, that's cool. That's you. But then the way of the fiat money that we know about, it's just not what it was right? It's not what it was. And so I really want for us to just grasp onto learning more about this space so that we can go ahead and make the plans we want to make without the hardship. We don't need the hardship. That doesn't make sense. So let's not do that. But if you want to call in, guys, I'm going to put the number at the bottom of the screen. Just call in 727-731- Five one nine two. You are with us here at Gathering of the Griots. We want to thank uh, Naima Latif and the Female Solution who makes this possible for us to come together on Tuesdays and rock and roll and talk about what authors' contributions are to the planet, black authors' contributions to the planet. And so call in today if you want to say, and I, I want to handle that background noise. I feel like I'm I want to handle that and not have that. So um, I'll do a little. If, if you got some engineering steps, let me know, and I'll handle that. But yeah, if you want to call in seven two seven seven three one five one nine two, feel free. I'm going to just share another uh, video with you, and we'll come back and talk to our next guest. Who? Oh God, I can't express the love I have. But let's stay tuned and. Take this next message in. I do a lot with some books, but this is an important one. Let's get it. I got things and I turned out for a lot of spoiled child. Yesterday, we what else am I supposed to do? He's so bad. Who should get on my last and ask up before I give you something to cry about?
while there was a lot of laughter when those stories were being told, I could clearly see that there's a fine line between laughter and crime. And I knew that it was time for me to write a book about handling the situation. And so it's very obvious that this came from being a slave, from a slavery experience, and that holds the other rod for the child. The shepherd did not see the sheep with the rod. He guided them with the rod. And so it is just obvious that that came from a slavery experience, and we have to know how to differentiate those things and then just use them as assignment in terms of doing what's best for our children and not breaking their spirit. With regards to how we discipline our children, first of all, I always tell people that discipline, if you look at the etymology of the word, it comes from disciplina, which is the Latin root meaning teach. And so when you discipline a child, you are teaching them. But when you use corporal punishment, you hit our children, you're not teaching them anything. They're actually not going to do it again out of fear. They're not doing it out of reason. The frustration that we feel from being powerless in a society and all of the things that come along with that, those issues are not to be taken out on our children when we get home. The definition of domestic violence says bringing harm to someone in your home or hurting someone in your home. So I want us to look at how we beat our offspring and how that's not giving them anything good. It's making them, quote, unquote, obedient. But that's what you make a dog. That's what you make an animal. But when you're dealing with someone of higher intelligence, use their intelligence and start to talk to them in ways that give them power, make them feel supported, listen to their ideas, and it'll just be an easier parenting role for you. There's a part of the brain called the regulatory part of the brain. That's the part of the brain that helps you make decisions in times of adversity. Well, if they have that toxic stress before they eat before, that part of the brain does not develop. And so you're looking at a community full of people with no regulatory equipment. So we need to be bringing a different generation of people up with a different consciousness. Make sure that the kids feel good and alive while they're living. Don't be upset after they die and after they with all these senseless killings. Let's treat them well while they're living and then we'll see a different impact. So adults want to be upset, but you talk to children of violence when they were young, and it's the tool they have. I feel like, you know, hitting children is such a skillless. You need to foster behavior that builds them up, and that just changes the way, like, we talk to each other, talking to discipline, because discipline, we, we're using it a lot to describe hitting children, and this is not directly to you, LaShawn, but it's to just all of us, because I've heard it, and it's personally, and, and discipline, a book is sold in Switzerland, Germany, uh, Tasmania, Nigeria, Sudan, Canada, all over the world. And so people all over the world are telling me as far as Germany that my book is making a difference in the lives of the people that other people touch, but also in the lives of many parents and families who now no longer feed their children because they read my book. A lot of people ask me if I'm going to write another book, and I'm not ready to write another book. But what I will say is that there is a high demand for the book in Spanish and in French. A book is not punitive. My book is not accusatory. But there are solutions replete without, throughout the whole book. It really is just about being engaged with your child. They're not going to become respectful and trustworthy through you telling them and demanding it. They're going to become that way from observing you and then emulating what they see. And so... In my parental code of ethics that I wrote, one of my favorite lines is, I will only seek excellence in my child if I am excellent myself. And so that's what I say is the number one key to make sure you have great children is checking yourself. 
All right. Look, what would I do without Amandila who did that piece of me? Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. So, yeah, you know, um, and and that book makes me think of our next guest. So um, I'm going to love having her here to introduce her. But this whole piece, and it's interesting that this show is full of sisters today. It's brothers out there, too, into crypto, but today we representing for the ladies, representing for the ladies. Um, and it's interesting and important that we as women are into crypto because we have children and we have grandchildren, and we need to be able to leave them something. I know that's a real big issue in the black community is us actually having a legacy to leave our children. And it takes a minute to not only do, you know, paycheck to paycheck and you trying to finagle life, but what about we didn't have what about if we didn't have to have a button on money like that? What if we were able to have crypto for them? Um, in my house, when you get these digital wallets, you are giving me secure these words that help you secure it. Nobody else has these words, right? And so we keep them in a certain place. And I um, held it up one day. I held up. It's a binder full of our words. But you don't know what binder it is, so I got a lot of binders. <laughs> but anyway, uh, we were cleaning up, and I held up the binder to my daughter, and I said, do you know what this is? And she said, yeah, that has like 12 words in it. And I was like, ooh, Hercules, Hercules, I'm so happy. Like she understood that this houses our private secure words to our digital wallet. And it's very, very, very important because let me tell you something. One day, um, we made a, a, just a lot of money one day um, in our accelerated program, Crypto. And she asked me, she was like, Mommy, I need a new computer. Uh, yeah. Mac, whatever, pro, somebody. And I was like, you got crypto? Go buy it. And she was like, look, hmm. Like, yeah, you got money. And so her being able to turn that money over to what she needed to buy, it was only a fraction of what she had. Like me being able to create that for her was very important, you know, just as a, as a mom. And, and even now I'm just working to get it to where it's a part of, just life for her, right? She's not fully into it like mom, but she ain't got to be right now. But it's the way I told her and her boyfriend the other day, we getting ready to get y'all set up now. Y'all going to be there. Get this crypto world together. And if you don't know about it, know about it. I just get some insight on it. So my book, uh, Bitcoin for Black People, it is, and you can go to bitcoinforblackpeople.com. I think I'll, I'll type it so you um, can see it, but Bitcoin for Black People is written in a very basic format so that, yeah, you can just not only read it, but there's a glossary in the back. I always put glossaries in the back of my book so that you guys can see it and um, experience the words. Don't read. Look, whenever you're reading, don't go past words you don't know. You always look them up, okay? Or else you're not going to retain the rest of the book. You're not going to finish the book, all right? That's a little Scientology in this world. That's what we do. But, yes, 
Bitcoin for Black People is a book that is sort of instructional. And at the time that it was written, I was in a certain accelerated program, so you'll even hear about that on the inside of that book. But just a very important topic because, hey, what are you going to do if your money is controlled by someone outside of you you can't put the dollars under the plank in the floor no more. You can't put it under the mattress because the, that, that money won't exist anymore, the paper money. They're weaning it out. They're fading it out in the next year or two. And then you're going to have to have money that you can live off of that can't be taken away from you. Or you can just sit there and have the digital dollar and it will be able to be taken from you, whatever you desire. But having cryptocurrency is going to help tremendously. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to just play one more video, and when we come back, we are going to have a great time with this next guest. Let me go ahead and share our glory. Take a look. Chicago book fairs are the most exciting black book fairs on the planet. Born in July of 2016, local Chicago book fairs have both increased the literary marketplace for black writers and given lovers of black literature places to find books about the black experience the world over. The main summer book fair stretches four city blocks on 61st Street between Cottage Grove and King Drive. Each block is characterized by its own genre, donning the works of fiction authors, nonfiction authors, and children's authors. children, 
and legalities of the publishing industry and more. From its exhibitors to its entertainment. Its workshops to its overall power. Soulful Chicago Book Series will continue to bring literary life and prosperity into the south side of Chicago for decades to all right that's my baby that's my lovely 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 book fair um you know what we're doing here with the with the soulful chicago book fair and what's so very very important is the fact that the people who write the story hold the future they procure they they keep the history in place but then they also the people in the future just keep utilizing what we write as a basis for whatever we're writing about. And um, Soulful Chicago Book Fair is an important place for that. So if you're an author or just want to look like one, (laughs) we have a book fair coming up April 20th, okay? April 20th will be our next book fair from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. And it looks like it's going to be at Betty Shabazz again. So I'll definitely post that as we continue to move so that you could go ahead to our website. You, and I'm going to put the website up right now so you can see it. Go to soulfulchicagobookfair.com and just go to author submission and go ahead and submit your work. Brief synopsis. If you've already been in the book fair, you only got to worry about the synopsis, but everything else, definitely make sure. I think they ask you for your image, your picture, and the front cover of your book. Make it a good front cover, please, because we use that to help promote you. But, yep, April 20th, put that on your calendar, even for you book lovers. Make sure you put that on your calendar so that you can be there, okay? And um, we're just continuing to move. There's also a membership program that we have. When you go to soulfulchicagobookfair.com, it's going to say membership, and you'll be able to read all about it. But we take care of our members. Don't play. We make sure we put their commercials here. We make sure that they are uh, given opportunities. I take care of you if you're a member. So I see my next guest. Uh, 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 uh. Oh, I love her too much. Let me think of how much I love her. Let me see. Oh, my gosh. This sister is a crypto enthusiast. And honey, bunny, bunny, her family is also. Let me bring to the table, to the stage, Hey, Melanie. Hello, hello, Sada. How are you on this lovely morning? Look, look. Oh, I got to go like this. I got to rock back and forth. I love this girl too much. I think she's just, look, all that in a bag of chips. No, all that in a bag of popcorn, and I'm going to show you why in a minute. So, Melanie Bramlett. Yes. We call her Melanie Monique. Tell me. Tell me. What brought you to this crypto movement? What made you interested? I have a story. I don't know if you're going to tell it, but I'm going to tell it later. But just tell me what made you come to this space. I'm trying to think. Okay, so way back in the day, I can remember literally um, laying in bed with my husband one day. He kind of popped up and he was like, look, we missed the um, cable boom as a people. We missed, he started naming all these industries that we missed out on as a people. 
people that if we would have had the foresight to say, let me invest in this, let me educate myself about this, we could be gazillionaires by now, talking about legacy wealth. And so at that point in time, he remembered that he had heard about crypto and Bitcoin years before, and he started doing calculations of what he would have made by that point if he even had one coin. And it was an enormous amount. So from there, we started, like, really investigating, getting into it. And we were like, we understand that the future will be digital. These paper fiats, this Mm -hmm. is not going to be around all the time. And so we just started this slow journey on educating ourselves about crypto, um, getting cold wallets, educating our children, and to some extent gamifying it for the children, and so uh, we it's been a family journey, and it's been fun. Let me tell y'all something now. She looking all young, talking about children. Yeah. Are they around you right now? They are not. They're actually, like, preparing, preparing breakfast and doing different tasks around the house. Let me tell y'all something about them parents. How many children do you have, my dear? We have six children from the ages of, well, let me just, 23, 18, 15, 12, 8, and 5. What? What y'all want to talk about? So let's talk about your at the attitudes of your children about crypto. What's that about? Mm-hmm. Oh, they're really, really excited. Um, what I did not know until I got into the crypto journey is that there's a lot of fear fear-mongering around crypto and that's the devil and that's the market of beast and, you know, all of this foolery, if you will. Um, and so as the children were starting to learn about crypto, you know, they're trying to talk to people here and they're like, nah. they, they met a lot of resistance, but in general, they've seen it work. They've made money from crypto. Um, they, as a matter of fact, lately they're on me like, mom, when we don't like really hit it again, when we don't really get, because I've been kind of laying low, but um, they're excited about it. They see it as um, money, uh, not just the future, but today. And because of my dear husband, mm-hmm. he shared with us a global perspective about the power of crypto in other countries and how it is the currency, how the dollar is going down. And so they have an international mindset, mm-hmm. which really helps them embrace crypto even more. Mm-hmm. Wait a minute. Where, where's Lake Twins? Where's my man at? Where's my Aquarian brother? Is he around you? Cannot. That one's probably still under the bed. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I love them so much, and and you're such an exemplary couple. You guys, these young young people are homeschooled, correct? Yes, they are all homeschooled. The oldest, he went to college at 16, and he has never returned home. He lives in Texas. Mm-hmm. Um, the oldest, age 12, the next 18, he graduated uh, high school the day before his 16th birthday, and he launched his own company. Mm-hmm. Um, and the 15-year-old is on track. She is all, like, warm competitiveness, and so she wants to be on track to graduate before she turns 16 as well. Look, now, do y'all hear them? This the I didn't know whether I was going to put mom crypto enthusiast or entrepreneur crypto. I couldn't all decide all of it. But yes. that picture that you see there, you guys, let me tell you one cotton picking thing. That's my grandmother's say. Let me tell you one cotton picking thing. <laughs> that popcorn 
that they make is so outstanding. Like, tell them a little bit about the company because, see, I need you to understand, when you got these people that's rocking crypto, we're also rocking other things in the world. Like, yeah. we're, like it, it goes, it coincides with how we're executing our purpose. So yeah. tell them a little bit about Herbie Pop. Go ahead, girl. Absolutely. So Herbie Pop is our family business. It is a business that was born out of sheer ministry. We were um, served as medical missionaries helping people overcome disease of the body, the mind, and the soul. And what we noticed was people needed to really revamp their whole dietary regimen, but they still needed something fun and flavorful to eat. And so we started sharing our family recipe, which was the original onion and dill flavor that we carry still this day. And people started acting like it was corn. (laughs) And so, it wasn't a business for a long time. We were just sharing it with people, um, doing little pop-up markets so that we can continue to help more people. And then one time um, I needed a new homeschool curriculum for the children, and I sold Irby Pop as a fundraiser. It was so successful. I said, okay, this might be a business. And so from there we just kind of um, said, okay, let's do it. And so we are a B corporation, a public benefit corporation, where we're doing good for the environment, for the community, and for the bottom line. And we have 16 flavors from all around the globe. We are connecting cultures through flavor. You better say some of them flavors. Don't play with me. Okay, so I know your favorite. I think it's Moroccan mint. That is, y'all. Look, look. Moroccan mint is only for grown folks. Don't, don't play with me. If you gonna put my Moroccan mint in your mouth, you better be grown. That's all I gotta say. Moroccan mint, but guess what? The the newer flavors are like taking off. We have a jollof, a jollof pop. I don't even think you tasted that, Asada. No. It is that flavor profile out of West Africa, mm. and it is rich with a tomato base, but it has a African curry and some. Actually, we just 
it's a no-brainer to us to infuse it into all the transactions that we do with our businesses. Even the children, they have businesses, and they want to be able to accept crypto so they can have that international customer. Um, I believe that crypto, like, it seems like it has taken a PR hit. Mm-hmm. It seems like it has lulled um, in the American eye, mm-hmm. but not around the world. Mm-hmm. And so even though it seems to be the sleeping giant right now, we are committed to riding the wave, and we will definitely be infusing crypto into everything that we do. Because it's, oh. Asada, I think I heard you talking about how um, in America some things have been brewing under – why isn't it on TV? Oh, all right. <laughs> Why isn't it on the national news where the digital dollar is going to be preeminent? And I don't even know if they're making any other, any more paper dollars. And so we are definitely positioning ourselves as businesses and as a family to be on that way at the top of it. Man, what, what are, and, and you guys, she's for real, for real when she says other companies. What? Other companies do you all represent? You're on mute for some reason. No, I can't hear you. It's okay. Take your time. Let me see if I can help. Uh, What about now? Okay. What about now? Nope. I'm not hearing you. While you're fixing that, I'm going to speak for her. So the young people in this family, I wish they'd come out the kitchen. First of all, her young people are in the kitchen. That's the first thing, dealing with uh, they really cook. The girl says she ain't cooked probably in six years because the children do the cooking in the family. And so when you talk about this crypto reality, and she said they take crypto, the kids' businesses accept crypto, that's making them international off the cuff. They don't have to worry about, having a peso or we don't take, you know, yen or no, long as they have crypto, they're going to be able to do business. And so her oldest son, not the oldest one that lives in Texas, but the one that's in the home, um, she could tell you if he's 16, 17, why does the man have a spice company? He got a, he, he got a spice company. Can you hear you now? I think I can. Yes, I can say, girl, tell us about them boobies. Tell them about their businesses. <laughs> okay, okay. So as a part of our homeschool curriculum, all the children are required to start business ideation at eight years old. And so uh, you were talking about the Spice Company. That's our 18-year-old. His first business was a non-toxic cleaning product for the household, and it was called Eco-Zeke. His name is Ezekiel, and, oh, but guess what? Nowadays he goes by Z. (laughs) Z. Um, But he launched that, and when he turned 16, he came to me, and he was like, Mom, that business is just not exciting anymore. And I said, okay, well, what does excite you? And so he was like, I want to do a, a luxury spice line. And I thought, okay, because he's culinary genius, always in the kitchen, so it made sense. But guess what he said? He said, I don't want you to uh, help me with this one. I want to do it myself. I said, okay, okay. Young man went and within weeks came back to me with a whole concept, with blends, with packaging. And I'm telling you, it is beautiful. And his flavors, like he has a truffle and smoke. 
he has something called San Fuego, and it's spicy with a lot of flavor. My favorite is this very herbaceous blend called Ethereal. Uh, and then he even has, like, a mango sugar and a cherry sugar. And so it's just amazing. And you can find that at azarspice.com. Uh-oh, hold on. Let me look. You, <laughs> look, you better spell that. I'm putting that right here. It is azarspice.com. Mm-hmm. Yes. Go ahead, so, honey. Um, so he does pop-ups. He sells online, and it's fabulous. And so the older one, uh, his, he has the same business that he had since he was 16. He started a clothing line, a streetwear men's clothing line, um, and that is trifaceclothing.com. And so every season they do a whole new design. They design it. They have it manufactured, and they uh, sell until they sell out, and then they do new designs. Mm. Now, the 15-year-old has a company called Muffini, where she does luxury muffins, sweet and savory plant-based muffins, uh, things like uh, fire-roasted upside-down pineapple muffins. Um, another muffin that is like a lady margarita, it's almost like a pizza but on a muffin. And so the, the creativity that they unleash just giving them the chance to, like, run with these businesses. They're doing everything from market research, competitive analysis to um, cost analysis. Mm. And it has really taught me that when we allow our children to think, to wrestle with hard things, their genius is tapped, and it just shines through even more. Mm-hmm. And so the 12-year-old has a, a plant her face, an all-natural skin care company, ingredients so pure you can eat them. Beautiful packaging, by the way, beautiful. And they are, I, I, just, I just consult at this point. And now the eight-year-old, you know, it's time for him to start his business. And I think way back in the day, Asada, remember he told you that he wanted to do bath bombs with toys on the inside? I've got that on video. I've got that on video. Was he like four years old or five he or was, something? He was either four or five at that time. He's consistent. I'll tell you that. Mm-hmm. So that's one of his ideas, and then he also wants to do plant-based ice cream in crazy flavors. Mm-hmm. And so we're we're ideating with him right now. Do you hear that word, ideating? Mm-hmm. Y'all playing games. I don't deal with no whack people. Okay. No this people. I don't deal with no whack people. This right here, this mama right here. See, I, I my mothership. That's what I'm calling it. Comes from watching other mothers. My daughter's 20 now, but but this is very important because when we talk about the future, it's only going to be these type of people who yeah. not only have all of these enterprises. She said the children have to come up with their own business at eight. Okay, and then the 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 reality that they have of employing crypto and y'all accepting crypto. I'm gonna tell you. That's a game changer. And I don't know if you want game changer level as a being, but y'all need to be on game changer level when it comes to finance because y'all going to be poor for what, 400 more years? What are you doing? What are you doing? So I want us to take advantage of just looking at these examples, and that's what this is about today, looking at examples of that. Go ahead, baby. And if I could just say one more thing, mm-hmm. it, doesn't, it doesn't have to be all or nothing when you start getting into crypto. So many times you hear, oh, you have to have these multiple um, streams of income. Well, allow crypto to just be one of those. 
So you can start small and start educating yourself, playing with it. And in my mind, gamifying it is so much fun. Talk about that. Talk about that. What does that mean? So gamifying it means uh, it's so many ways to do that. For instance, um, I've rolled with Asada in some of the ventures that um, and platforms that uh, she's really an advocate for, and it's all about, like, sharing it with other people. And, yes, they get crypto, I get crypto, right? Mm-hmm. And so then it means leveraging, you know, leveraging people or gamifying it in the sense that, um, um, like, around the house, for instance, with the children, I can say, hey, you all have the ability to set crypto on your business platforms. Tell your friends and family, and whoever gets somebody to purchase in crypto, I'll add that crypto. So, you know, just finding fun ways to play around with that stream of revenue. And people go to uh, these uh, casino boats or casinos and gamble away their money all the time. So if you want to gamble, gamble with crypto. <laughs> <laughs> Look, 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 stop playing games. It'll be yours. You ain't got to go to somebody and hope they give you the money. You don't got to lose. See, I, I tell people, because some people talk about how much they lost in crypto. I've never lost in crypto. I have not because I am smart. I was taught well, right, mm-hmm. on how to make it safe. I think it's also strong that even with our children, we can show them a safe way to procure their money. Yeah, yeah. Where they yeah. own it and they know the language so that they can manipulate the space in a good way. You got a lot of people that's out there doing what they're doing. But the thing that's dope about crypto is that you can do what you're doing now. Yeah. You can play with it. And I love this concept of gamifying it, giving it, creating an incentive for the children. They take it. Whoever sells in crypto, you're going to mm-hmm. add to it. Like that is called, that's how you develop legacy. That's how you develop a knowingness about uh, how to handle the future. And we're not preparing our children to handle the future at all, you know, and that's something that we need to do because we've been caught in this thing. I don't care what slavery did, yo. Wake up. Get you a hair wrap like us. Get you a hair wrap. (laughs) Put some knowledge in their hair wrap. But, you know, this, this crypto um, journey, as you so lovingly called it, it is that. Mm-hmm. All you need to be in this space is to get rid of your fear. I'm telling you. Yes. That's Can it. I say one you better. Thing you better. You better. So, mm-hmm. And part of that voice consultancy, I get to work with so many innovators in the startup economy. Mm-hmm. Do you know, okay, so South by Southwest Pitch is this huge festival that happens down in Austin, Texas, every year for about 10 days. Mm -hmm. And I've been the pitch uh, performance coach down there. So I get to see at least 70 international startups every year. Mm -hmm. And I'm telling you, a couple years ago, Crypto, Web3, Virtual Reality, that space was huge. Then it kind of took a dip this year. It is back with full force. So that whole blockchain, crypto, Web3, people thought it was just going under and fizzling out. No, it was just laying low, getting bigger. So when you talk about we better learn the ways of the future, if if you and your children are not playing around with the metaverse, Mm. if you all are not playing around with crypto, Web3 technology, you are putting yourself in the digital divide, you are putting yourself behind. And 
so so often, like, I'm from that generation where it's like, why are you all on that computer all day? Why are you all playing games all day? And then my husband had to help me see, like, this is the future. So much so we have an influencer in our household who's making thousand dollars a month just uh, monetizing his presence on social. And so these are no longer just playthings. These are jobs. These are real platforms that we can leverage for our generational wealth. Man, baby, listen, I'm so happy to be um, in this space. Yes. Because in this space, you only find the strong, baby. That's that's the reality. You don't find the scary berries. They watching something on TV, whatever they doing. But I love this space because we're actually innovating, and we're seeing what we can create and get to travel and just just literally travel around the world, but just travel your mind traveling and creating so many things. I want to get some of these uh some of these comments. One sister said, what's that mango flavor? She said, that sounds like me. What's that mango? It's a mango nada. And so it's based on the Mexican street food with the fresh mango and the tahini, the spice. And so herbypop.com, you'll see mango nada munch. Uh-oh, mango nada munch. Now, wait a minute. Your daughter also had a mango something, right? Or did I hear that wrong? Oh, no, no, no. My daughter, the girls, when they were eight, and 10, had a superfood-infused uh, beverage company. Yes, they and did. mango was one of their flavors. Ah, I love it. I love it. So, so yes, indeed, this that this is this a game-changer right there. This, this girl you're looking at right here, she's a game-changer. I want to say thank you, baby, Melanie, for being thank here you, because thank you, I'm, I'm going to find more reasons to bring you on here. I'm going to find more. Write a book. Please look. Write a book. It's time. It it is time because I told y'all. I just close with this. You know, there's some people online that showed them and their families, but the thing about it, they just kind of showing them and their families. But the thing about her family is, did you hear her say she makes her children start a business at eight? That's the age where they have to start as part of the homeschooling platform. So your book literally can help us raise our children with purpose. Maybe that's the title. Hmm. Raise your children with purpose. So, yeah, let's think about that. But thank you so much for being on. Tell those children next time, be ready to get on camera because I want to see them. I will tell them. I will tell them that for sure. I want to see them. I love you so much. Thank you for being here, baby. Thank you. I love you. Okay. More crypto coming this week. I'm going to call you. (laughs) All right, baby. All right, guys. It is time. What? I'm getting ready to bring on some other power. Uh-oh. Hold on. I want to, I wish I had that on the way. Yo, this is a beast right here. I don't even want to bring her on because when I say that, it's so much power. I hope that the screen don't start going like this. <laughs> you know, short circuit. Okay. So there's a this is a sister you want to be like. That I don't say that about a lot of people, but the people that's been on today, you you do want to be like them. But this is a beast right here, and the reason she's a beast is because she's a call me a crypto queen. No, was she a, a crypto empress or something? What is she? Because she 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 applies 
what she's learned to a whole nother degree. And we talking about taking it not just from a, a standpoint of, hey, I'm in Chicago or she in Philadelphia. This girl be doing the world with it. I, uh, look, we call her mm, Lady Joe. Lady Joe. We call her Lady Joe. What's up, beauty? Hi, how are you, Asana? Thank you for having me on your amazing show this morning. It's an actual honor to be here in your presence because you are also one of my idols, somebody I look up to and somebody I've grown with and somebody that I've learned from. So it's an absolute plum, pleasing pleasure. A plum, pleasing pleasure. Y'all playing games. Alliteration. Plum, please, and pleasure. <laughs> I love it. So I called her a continental crypto enthusiast. Now, because that's just what you like to me. You, you handle Ghana. You handle Jamaica. You handle here. Um, just tell us a little bit about who you are and what crypto is to you. How has it serviced you? Okay. Well, for those of you that don't know, um, Josephine Ninakew Thomas, also known as Lady Joe, 48 years young, born on a military base in Ghana, West Africa. My father became a diplomat that um, same year because he retired from the Ghanaian military. And basically what happens is when you work in public office, you get another position. So he went from something great to something even better. He then did the United Kingdom at old, so I was raised in educated in England, moved to the United States of America at age 24. My actual professional background is the corporate travel space. I run corporate travel companies by day. You know, I make whatever I make handsomely by day. By night, I, I run businesses. I run corporations. I help with my children's enterprises. I'm 50-50 on all of their companies. And in the year of 2017, something amazing was introduced to me, and it was cryptocurrency. And that's where my journey really started to explode, simply because I was able to incorporate cryptocurrency in real-life situations. I was able to infuse it into everything that I was doing. Trade our device, multiple wallets, hot wallets, cold wallets. It was a whole slew of education. And also... On that journey, I was able to empower and bring a lot of people forward with me to also get knowledge on this thing called cryptocurrency, which is now going to be something that's changing the world. Because as we know, you know, cryptocurrency is going to be the thing that we're going to be using to operate our lives. It's not going to be a situation where fiat currency is going to be a thing anymore. Everything's going to be digitalized. Everything's going to run through cryptography. So if you're not on board with it, I strongly suggest you even get to know or even educate yourself, even if it's a little bit, on cryptocurrency. You know, so I am definitely working in my different ecosystems, incorporating in my company where I do accept various forms of cryptocurrency um, for transactions. My daughters have their company, and they are accepting cryptocurrency payments, you know, for their business transactions as well, because it's something to have, because we don't know when the banks are going to shut down or things are going to disappear. So you need to have an avenue where you can still have a means 
journey that we call life. None of us know when our end date is. We don't know how long we're going to be here, but I'm here for the time that I, I'm enjoying, the space that I'm in, and I will educate and help and reach and teach as many people within my wit as possible. So being able to sit on the platform here with, with the Crypto Queen herself, Miss um, Asada, it's an absolute honor. It's an absolute honor and a privilege. And I'm sure, you know, you are also aligned with, with someone like myself, accept cryptocurrency for, for your transaction. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So you, you've got a plethora of things under your belt, everything from the Social Chicago Book Fair, from you, you know, standing on different platforms, educating, teaching, and empowering all different people into the crypto space. You know, you've touched all over the world. You think that I have different levels of, of knowledge and bringing people together? You got me beat, Tassad. Yeah. You, you, you got me beat. <laughs> you, you I'm going like this. You know, you have, you have people all over the world. Hey, I want to listen to Asada. Hey, I'm glad to speak to Asada. I want to hear Asada talk. And people from all these different countries and different parts of the world, you know, you're a captivating woman. Mm. And you definitely have, have an audience. You know, so. Ooh, hold on, y'all. Hold on. Look, watch this. Y'all know I be having a box of tissues. I be like, oh God. How do you know? This lady Joe is in the in the flesh. No doubt, lady Joe. Yeah. Um. See the the reason you're here, and I keep telling people, when you are a certain of a certain magnitude. You have to vibrate with people of that same or greater magnitude, okay? Do me a favor and mute your mic while I'm talking to so I can take off that echo. Let me see if that helps. Um, it might be. Hold on. Let me try to do it. Okay. I think that might do it. If not, it's okay. So here's the deal. When you are of a certain magnitude, like I help people, but what about who helps me? Like, I need to learn, too. And the thing about working with Lady Joe is, like she's talking about those businesses and what have you, I kind of just want you to express what you do with your affluence. How do you shift it into ways to make yourself bigger? Because even for me, I'm like, yo, I don't, I don't know if I can reach that big, but, I mean, I love Lady Joe because she gives you a place to reach when it comes to, you know, financial application. How do you shape this into a total program that your your family can even grow from? So can you just talk a little bit about the types of uh, things you've done with crypto and how um, maybe even how you see it operating in the future for the businesses that you have? Let me take you off mute. Okay, go ahead. So with um, crypto in itself, I've been able to use it and utilize it, obviously, to make purchases, um, incorporate it to receive income and funds for business transactions, and I'm, I'm actually using it to, you know, purchase real estate, you know? purchase real estate outside of the country, you know, so that's where it's actually instrumental for me, because doing a transaction in, in a third world country, 
when they use in crypto to receive funds, it's a very powerful thing. I'm actually in the process of doing a transaction right now on, mm. on that magnitude. Mm. You know, because re- real estate is is something that I'm I'm into as well. You know, and I'm putting together some some nice real estate plans, mm-hmm. investments. Mm. You know, where I'm going to be helping others have places to be because I have three nonprofit organizations, mm-hmm. and one is for the elderly, building assisted living facilities in third world countries, and also in the United States. Mm. Some of these transactions have taken place with crypto, you know, so um, things are being put together. That's why I'm out the country a lot. That's why you see me gone more than I'm here. Sure. See, see the thing, guys, is this. You, your playing field is only so big if you just dealing with the money of America. I'm telling you right now, because they have something, if you don't know about it, called BRICS, B-R-I-C-S, and you need to go look that up because that represents the countries that are coming together to handle finances and it got nothing to do with America. All right, so y'all go do your research on that. But you're going to to create another playing field because we already X out of a lot of different things. I don't care if it's home loans, this, or grants, that. But can we please create another playing field with with revenue that we control? That's what crypto is. Nobody knows, like I said, if you have $10 or a million dollars in those wallets because that's the nature of crypto. It's designed for the people to prosper, right? But then before when you didn't have the money to go into real estate or fund these other companies, this is a way you can. You don't have to worry about what someone's going to give you. It's about what you're going to take. It's for the taking. You know, my man Byron Allen said that. He was like, we're no longer asking. This is what I'm taking. (laughs) So that that reality, and if you don't know how to do it, you know, you can see myself. Lady Joe is an example of that. Lady Joe, what what kind of, uh, where can people go web-wise to find you? What was that? Where do people go web-wise to find you, like website, or if they wanted you to, uh, if they wanted to support your company or find out more from you or anything, where do they go? Well, I have a few, like obviously for the nonprofits. Um, helping hand of favor the org um, genius to action is also my other um, so genius to act hold on because you know I want to put these on the screen hold up so you said genius I'll, to action I'll, I'll have to send them to you yeah, okay genius to action I'll send you the uh, the web information as okay. well genius to action is my nonprofit for the younger generation for the children and that's dot org right. Yeah, yeah, Justice.org. I'm, I'm sending it to you with the website. Is this it right here? Yeah. Look on the screen. Look on the screen. Mm, actually, it's genius to – I'll send it all to Okay, she's going to send it to me, I, y'all. I, I, I use the number two. Okay, that's cool. That's cool. Send yeah, it to me, girl. Genius to action. Okay, great. Genius to action. Genius to action is very dear to my heart. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's for children from age four, and I go all the way up to 25. Mm. Um, basically, it's financial literacy, putting together programs for them, helping them, you know, get on their feet to be better members of society. 
Hmm. And the reason why I go to age 25, because between age 18 and 25, that's when we, we lose a lot of our youth and our young. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Because when, once a, a younger person turns 18, it's almost like in American society, they're put to the side. Hmm. And I strongly believe that's when they need to be embraced more than anything. Mm-hmm. Because that's when they need the guidance, they need the help, they need the structure, and they need somebody to stay in their, in their ears and in their faith to inspire them. Yes, indeed. Genius to action, I'm definitely doing a lot more aggressive work with my um, foundation mm-hmm. um, for 2024. And again, you know, I go straight to the kids mm-hmm. and a helping hand of favor, but that's for the elderly. Mm-hmm. So I'm dealing with the children because I deal with the foundation, the beginning. And then the elders, once you've got to a certain age in life, it's a privilege. Mm. And I believe children and elders need the best, best care in society. The ones in the middle, if you've been molded the correct way, if you've been molded the correct way, then you're going to be a great adult. Mm. But then as you get older in life, you need that special care and attention that nobody really has time for because they're out doing what they need to do. Mm -hmm. So that's where my organization stepping in to make sure we're pushing them out there to be wonderful human beings and to have financial literacy from age four. You know, and I learned that from a young, from, from you know, being in the crypto circles mm-hmm. and also learning what other countries adapt. Mm. So my foundations are making sure that our children from age four are going to be financially literate. Mm. You know, not just education-wise, not just learning how to read and write. They're going to be able to read walk and talk finances. Nice. You know, that's important, you know. They say romance without finance is a nuisance. So um, <laughs> we have to take everyone to where they need to go swiftly and safely, you know. Yes. So we have these kids that are growing up in society. They get to 18, they finish high school, and they don't even know how to write checks. They don't understand what's what. But we're incorporating crypto in with their upgrowing because we're in a society where we're moving with crypto. So they're going to be definitely financially astute and they're going to know what to do with everything that they have and they're not going to be bamboozled or ripped off by anyone and anyone that comes along, you know, in their sight. Absolutely. So, Absolutely. Yeah. We have a caller. And so I want to um, open up the line for them. Go ahead, caller, Brother Bay. Brother Nelson Bay? Admiral Nelson Bay understands how it is that gold is always money. Hold you on, hear me? I want to make sure I can hear you. Can you all hear him? Mute. Let me just mute this mic, and then I want you to start again, brother. Go ahead. Muted. Admiral, ahead, Admiral Nelson Bay understands how it is Unmuted. that gold is always now, money. Brother Nelson Bay, are you there? Yes, I'm here. I think Okay, good. Go go right ahead. Yes. Um, as efficacious as the blockchain and um, the um, hash graph, which is like blockchain on steroids, is that um, is applicable to having money from the global debt facility, which is held by its... Uh, controller, His Excellency Dr. Ray C. Dam of Bangkok, Thailand. And um, I um, aspire to be Mr. Trump's vice president, uh, which will enable me 
access to this global debt facility, which has more gold bullion than any other institution in the world. And then uh, from that, it will collateralize um, monetary value in the form of um, digitized gold uh, parity um, by way of a credit instrument like uh, an EBT debit card for every um, U.S. natural person. And then um, we'll be able to... Let me ask to... a quick question, brother, before you go on. Can I ask a question before you go on? Are you speaking of what you'd like to institute or what uh, you're already doing? Well, I'm actually doing uh, as part and parcel of who I am, which is the son of Andrew D. Nelson, U.S. Army troubleshooter, who himself was a... Um, certified public accountant and it's the accountants and the bankers who really are those that the founding fathers of this country were um, more wary of than a standing army and I've um, understood that for decades international central bankers for example um, um, central bank digital currency is not necessarily a bad thing. It depends on whose central bank digital currency we're talking about. I'm the founder of Federate State Bank mm-hmm. of North America. And that's what's going to be subsumed into uh, what we call U.S. Federal Reserve System. Actually, U.S. Federal Reserve System is going to be subsumed into Federate State Bank of North America, of which I'm its founder. And mm-hmm. we'll see how things happen as time goes on. When J.P. Morgan says gold is always money, consider the fact that uh, the very word for money in German is Geld, G-E-L-D, which means gold. And it's important to understand Mm -hmm. how gold and silver coinage is a constitutional legal tender for all debts, public and private. You see, my familiarity with this is part and parcel with who I really am. And... The child is the secret essence of the sire. And it was Andrew D. Nelson, U.S. Army troubleshooter, who hired me. And that's why and how it is that I am who I am, which is the best choice for vice president with my president, Donald J. Trump. I see. Who's going to be elected this year, by the way. Um, Brother, I want you to say that again. Who, by the way, is going to be elected? Donald you have Trump a question is. for either the guest or sorry, we're well, I'm just grateful for being able. I, I'm I'm just grateful to have been able to have said what I just said for the record because that will be um, yes. in perpetuity for posterity. Knowing who mm-hmm. I am and knowing the weightiness of what I am doing. Got you. Well, brother, what I what I hope, what I have faith about is that you continue to support the community with that knowledge, so that they can be on point with knowing what you know. And thank you so much for calling in today. All right, y'all. All right, we got people in the community. Look, he said you need to know who I am. Now, this is what I do. So the key is for us to be astute, you all, when it comes to finance, when it comes to 
creating um, just the knowledge and an avenue that people can find us to learn what we need to learn, uh, particularly for crypto, because future, that's just future, period. How would you say this has impacted your daughters, um, Lady Joe, in in terms of their crypto knowledge, your being involved? How has it impacted them? Oh, hold on. You're on me, girl. Let me take you off. Hold on. You're going to have to uh, – you're breaking up a little bit, so um, go ahead and try again. Go ahead. This has my daughters in a very positive way because they've been trying to education their friends and people around them in their um, I've taught them a lot about crypto, that they've been able to break it down in layman terms and language that they use to communicate. Because, you know, the younger generation, they have a wide ratio of how they communicate with one another. They use different terminology with how they speak. Mm-hmm. So, my especially, is able to reach a lot of people in terms of bringing them forward to knowledge about the different crypto um, currencies that are out there, wallets, and even entering them to, and, you know, different platforms. So it's something that's dear and dear to both of my daughters' hearts, and it's helped a lot of us. All right, so Lady Joe dropped for a little some, some, some. So we'll get her back. But in the meantime, if you want to call in, I'm going to put the number up here for you guys. The number is 727-731-5192. If you want to call in and ask questions about crypto, if you want to talk about your experience with crypto, I got a lot of crypto folks out there. I have reached out to, it's a whole South American contingency that I have. And this Friday is actually going to launch something big for those of us that are growing B&B. And so if you need to know what's going on, yo, find me on Facebook, baby, Asada. Look, it's Asada Kirkland. You'll find me as soon as you put Asada in there with that spelling right there you see on the screen. You're going to see my my yellow scarf come on the, on the screen, right? But I'm really big about us not sitting and waiting for hardship. I don't want us to do that. I don't want us to wait for hardship. I want us to literally have information that helps us function well. Let me bring my girl back because she was talking about her daughters. Go ahead, girl. So you were talking about your daughters talking in the language that they talk. Go ahead. Yeah, whenever something good is being shared, you know, sometimes that has, has its own way of acting up and misbehaving. But, it's all you know, good. Delay, delay is never denial for me. So um, what I'm definitely saying is, you know, my daughters have been very positive, positively impacted with the knowledge and the use of cryptocurrency, and they're very much in the know, and they know it's definitely the way forward, and they're continuing their education with cryptocurrency and cryptography and what it all stands for. So I will continue to make sure that my children are fully invested in the crypto world along with their peers. They're going to bring the ocean with them, you know. 
That's right. Bring it with them. Bring the ocean with them. See, you guys, um, again, you want to have big people in your life that know equal or more than you about an area so that you can expand. It's the only way you're going to expand in that area. And so a powerful sister like Lady Joe, Lady Joe, I want to say thank you for being on here today. It's big bones. And I love the different enterprises that you're creating and that your daughters are involved in as well. Thank you. Thank you for being here. Thank you. All right, my love. Peace. All right. So, guys, it has been a beautiful day of just learning about crypto's application in people's lives, period, from moms to entrepreneurs to just continental connections with people around the globe to being an artist. It's important for you to not only hear a little bit about crypto, but to have it. It's just that simple. You just got to have it. And it's the reason why I wrote uh, Bitcoin for Black People, because I want people to, in very layman's terms, understand what this is. It's just that simple. My girl, Donna Beasley, she's out of the country for her birthday. She wrote this with me. You can definitely go to uh, bitcoinforblackpeople.com. Let's see, did I put that website down here? Oh, yeah, let's get that scrolling a little bit. Go to bitcoinforblackpeople.com. While it talks specifically about Bitcoin, and Bitcoin is the big papa, like Janice said, of all of the cryptocurrencies, we're doing BNB, and we're making it so that you understand everything that is happening in the space. You don't got to be a – you just have to make a decision about how you're going to enhance your life. That's all you got to do. And if you are financially strapped, try something new, all right? Try something new. It's a big world but not having crypto is going to make you very small in it. And we don't want that. So thanks for tuning in, guys. We love you. Gathering of the Griots is here every Tuesday morning from 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. Central Time. Be here next week for more powerful black literary loveliness. Take care. Peace. Let's close it out. Come to the end of our show today, but you can hear every show in the archives at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash the dash female dash solution. You can also hear today's show on the Female Solution Facebook page. Go to www.facebook.com slash the female solution. Leave your comments about today's show. You can always reach me on my website at www.naimalatif.com. That's www.naimahlatif.com. Watch our TV shows, listen to our radio shows, order our books, and be sure to get your copy of the book, The Female Solution. On behalf of our team of radio hosts, I'd like to thank all of you who participated in today's discussion. 
And to our global family listening from all around the world, we say thank you. To our family in China, Sheshe, India, Zanyaba, Japan, Arigato, Korea, Kamsanida, Russia, Spasiba, Germany, Danke, Poland, John Kujun, France, Merci, Spain, Gracias, Italy, Grazie, Egypt, Shukran, Ghana, Medasi, Nigeria, Eshe, South Africa, Ngiabonga, Senegal, Jared, Kenya, Asante, Israel, Toda, Pakistan, Shukriya, Afghanistan, Tashakur, Saudi Arabia, Shukran. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu. Thank you. And may peace be upon you and the mercy of God and God's blessings. Goodbye.